Welcome back to the Wagon Whiff Podcast, everybody. It's Steve here with Emily and Scotty. Hello. Emily, the new star of the podcast, by the way. Scotty's family loves her. Yeah. She, yeah. Nobody, nobody likes us. Nobody Thanks, wants to Scotty's listen to us. Scotty's family. I love you, too. But uh, Emily's the star. Uh, we are back. I'm feeling uh, the love, everybody. I love you all. Her head's getting a little big. Her head's getting a little big. She wanted to lead off. I couldn't say welcome. <laughs> yeah, to we nixed that. Only in due time. Don't worry. But uh, I was traveling this weekend, so were you guys. We had a big week of travel. Scotty, and where'd you go? I was in the Midwest, freezing. Uh, went to what I believe is the best city in America, Chicago, and made I, my way to South Bend, Indiana to go to my it. first Notre Dame game. Nice. So much fun. But I wasn't having as much fun as you guys, because you guys were down in sunny Florida, and word on the street is Steve shot a uh, career low. This is true. This is true. Florida was amazing. We started in Orlando. I ended up doing an ad hoc trip or well, extending it and, and coming early. And we decided to what? Golf? <laughs> What's new? Of course we did. <laughs> That's what you guys do. Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> I had a work trip that... that Sounds uh, like a lot of golf, not a lot of work. Yeah. Well, a little bit of both. Work hard, play hard. That was my Instagram post this week, but... <laughs> So we did that. I uh, I had a lot of work, a lot of nights out at. Um, I Live can't talk story. Right now. No, eleven I, I, at games. I was working later at games, but I got to play some golf in the morning. Emily and I played in the morning in Orlando at the Waldorf. It was great, beautiful facility, and hot then, as hell though for being in November. And everybody was even saying it themselves that. It was unseasonably warm. It was probably 94 degrees. I'm yeah, not complaining. It's, it's I freaking Florida. love the humidity and the heat, so give that to me all day long, baby. I do not feel sorry for you guys. I no, was it's, wearing it's a winter coat, gloves, and a hat and two scarves in Chicago <laughs> on Michigan Avenue. So there you go. And so also, not only did you shoot your career best if i'm correct on the story so i i orlando i did not we all played together we i went down to miami and squeezed another round in uh at turnberry isle fantastic course if anybody gets a chance to play it steve's living the life over here uh it's so the I, year of steve by the way it's so. still the year of steve uh it was great and uh yeah shot i out of the blue didn't even hit the ball as good as i could have hit yeah, it but i got yeah, up and down yeah, yeah. i made par i made putts I think it was three birdies and four bogeys, a par 70, and uh, yeah, career low, 71. And congratulations, babe. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's so cool. It's good for waggling with. Now, also on this, you tried a new technique out of the bunker, I heard? Yeah, it was, it was great. So on the plane ride over, yeah, I read a Golf Digest article. Oh, well, I read all of Golf Digest, <laughs> but I came up on an article about that Danielle Kang was like queen of the bunker. I'm like, oh, okay, let's give this a read. So, because I love Danielle. And so uh, reading through it, it was funny because there's a lot of technical tips in it. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, hear that thud sound, uh, you know, think about looking behind the ball, think about swinging freely. It had all these like technical tips. And then like tip number nine is like, oh, lastly, untuck your shirt, freeze up your swing. <laughs> what the fuck? So uh, I'm like, that sounds like a Danielle Kang, Kang thing to say. So 
my first bunker shot, like second hole, I'm in the bunker. I'm like, I'm untucking my fucking shirt. <laughs> yeah. So I untucked the shirt. I knocked it two feet to oh, the pin, tapped in for par. It was a start. It, it got the momentum going. And Thank so, you, Danielle. And so now you're always untucking your shirt. Oh, yeah, I'm untucking. For every bunker Wait, shot. but I got to ask this question. So once you get a ball out of the bunker because you untucked your shirt while in the bunker, do you then retuck your shirt after you make the putt to start the new hole? It's a good question. I think I retucked my shirt maybe a hole or two later after I <laughs> used the restroom. And by restroom, I mean bushes. Well, I'm I'm so glad that this worked for you. <laughs> so I, am I. I've only had one bunker lesson, and it was from another former LPGA player at, in a golf trip in Hawaii. So, really? And it worked. Wow. So there you go. Shout High out roller to the, over here. Shout out to the late Anna Rawson. Shout out to the ladies. Exactly. We had a great week in Miami uh, visiting some Emily's friends. So great weekend. Got some golf in. Visiting family. And family, of course. Shout out to the fams. Uh, so uh, as we uh, move forward here, what happened this weekend on the PGA Tour? What did we got, Big, Scotty? big, big week. Um, as you guys know, it was down in uh, in uh, Playa del Carmen at Mayacopa. Where Scotty's I had favorite place. just vacation about a month ago. And uh, Steve's favorite guy to hang out with on the Ryder Cup team, he picked, <laughs> Matt Kuchar wins uh, for the first time in four years. And so, wonderful, good for golf. One of the interesting things was used his non-traditional looper on the bag and used a local caddy. I love the fact that he decided just to use a local caddy for this. Do you think it's just because he wanted to change it up or you know, think that the local caddy was in the know a little bit better than his own or his reg. So I have a couple thoughts on this. This isn't that unique to do one or two events. I'm sure Matt Kuchar is using this time as a family vacation. You saw his entire family there. Mm-hmm. Not sure if his caddy planned to go. You know, he probably flew down there and said, you know, you don't have to go if you don't want. And then once he was going to enter the tournament, talk to whether there was the tournament director or someone at the PJ course and said someone local. Um, so I, I don't think this is that big of a deal. I think because regular think caddy's smart. name is Lance. I think it's smart for him. I mean, I, if your caddy's not going to go, I, you know, rather than – I mean, there's a whole pool of yeah. PJ tour caddies that these guys can choose from. Yes. If your caddy's not going to go, I totally – I mean, I would go with a local caddy all the time. You of know course. What I mean, if I played in the PJ tour, just because they're going to know the greens, they're going to know the course. If they know a little bit about your game, obviously that yeah. helps. But uh, I think it's just a smart move. Um, I don't think it's the entirely the reason you get to twenty two under where he won it. I mean, right, we right. had another we had another birdie fest. Uh, oh which boy, my favorite Steve hates the birdie fest. Uh, no, I mean, like, look, I love my. If I'm turn on the Mayakoba tournament, I'm turning it on number one to watch Ricky Fowler because he played. Number two because I just want I want that Played overhead good. shot. I want that overhead. I want the aerial view of the crystal clear water, and I just want to pretend I'm there. Like that's what I want to do. But it's great. I mean, Kucher, 22 under. Uh, someone came up on him, and I, I thought he was gonna run away with it. Someone came up on him. I don't even remember who got the 21. Uh, but great win for Cooch. As you said, I'm a uh, I'm a Cooch fan. A lot of people think Cooch. he's just, a lot of people think he's just a like a, a boring, normal like you know white collar PGA Tour player. I I think he's got a lot of goofiness to him. I like the goofiness. You like the goofy. I just like the fact that he had a local caddy. I mean, every time that I've had a lo- local caddy in all the places that we've we've golfed, I've always played my best golf. I'm telling you, and they don't even know how I golf. So. 
I will take a local caddy all day, every day, and I'd recommend anybody else to do the same. We saw this at the U.S. Open when Adam, Adam Scott used a local caddy at Shinnecock. For one or two events, this is becoming something that you're seeing one the fact that i think it's a big deal is because he actually won right right if, if he doesn't win this is probably not a story it's a good point so another thing that i thought w- that got came another person that came out of a dry spell because hey. you know kuchar winning after four years oh, lee westwood it was great to see that he won yeah i like lee he's he's one of these older guys that never won a major on tour he always rooted for him i feel like he's like uh, my ricky homer's like you know older dad because he finishes <laughs> runner up he's always in the hunt you know and and it hadn't gotten and now he's kind of over the hump he's, he's older but it's great right. to see him get back on you know in the winning circle and I think Cooch and him have not won since 2014. So yeah. for them to both win exactly four years later, I, I couldn't believe when I actually heard the news that Cooch hadn't won in four years. He's just kind of been there. So He's consistent. All on tour. He played so well at the Olympics. Right. And then obviously she probably should have won the major that that Jordan, you know, had the unbelievable comeback at the open to win. Yeah, exactly. So uh but great to see Lee win as well and another caddy story with him, his wife caddied for yeah. him, right? Girlfriend. No, his girlfriend, girlfriend. Helen. Why do I do this? Is She's like, super I do, hot I do this and they've been everyone. they've been together. Yeah, you want to make everybody married. Well, I just I this just is assume... what happens when you get married, folks. Everybody else becomes married. <laughs> I just assume that everybody who's older and on the PJ tour has a wife. Like it's just like a wife kind of sport. Like they travel with their wives, they travel with their kids. It's just always there. So I but I've I've done this with like every golfer. I'm like, oh it's <laughs> Do you not wife. know the name Tiger <laughs> Woods? Like his girlfriend. Well, no, Tiger, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on Westwood, you know, Westwood probably holds the title now since Sergio won at Augusta as the best golfer without a major. Um, he's yeah. the he's the forgotten guy in the 2008 Tory Pine story. He's third there. He led on Sunday. He was in that final group with Tiger. And, you know, a lot of people forget about about Lee Westwood. Yeah. So he's someone that has won numerous of times. It's so good to see this. I love he's a great follow on Instagram. If you guys uh, yeah, ever I get the follow, chance yeah, to yeah. follow. Um, and, you know, when, he was awesome at Wimbledon. He was taking pictures and selfies. He's got a great sense of humor. It seems like, right? So I mean, it's it's definitely good to see him. One of the great European guys, someone we would love to have a couple drinks with. Absolutely. So one thing uh, Lee Westwood did this past weekend that was a little bit different that potentially could have brought him the win was that he used a new putter. It was like a ping putter or something like that, right? Prototype, like a new prototype. Yeah, like a new prototype that's yet. not out yet that he used that I'm sure will now get a full market release behind it. Pretty yeah, cool. that it's when you win in fall in the fall with the prototype club or anything like that, and it's happened a couple times that you know throughout the last four or five years. It all of a sudden it's the next best best thing. So, who knows? Maybe this putter is just gonna like sink right. everything. And now is the time where we're seeing guys change and use and test different equipment. Yep. Justin Rose is the big rumor on tour that he's gonna go to Homa. Yeah, is that official? It's it, he's not denied that it's not official. <laughs> What I've heard from insiders is that he will change the irons and wedges and slowly graduate towards changing the woods. But for his early 2019 tournaments, he should still suspect to see tailor-made woods in his bag. So take that as you will. Great. Interesting. 
Good Ca- stuff. Well, I, I blame the caddies on all of the successes. Let <laughs> get me get a local you. caddy. All right. Get a local get caddy of, or your girlfriend. Your, I mean, get rid of your caddy. People are getting rid of caddies. People are. Uh, yeah, getting rid yeah. of caddy Lexi Thompson. She got rid of her caddy this did past she? weekend, last weekend. Yes, Lexi did. Wow. Well, yeah, Lexi that's Thompson. Huge news. But what's crazy is that she's been winless since 2013. But think about it. She's only 23 years old. Unbelievable. She hasn't played that great. So, yeah, fire the caddy and, and the fall. And talent that she has. She probably should have won at the in the desert, the end inspiration last year. If she doesn't have the rural controversy, she's probably still oh, yeah, the most popular brutal. person on the ladies' tour right now with Michelle having injury problems. So this is something of a story and be fun to watch it play out. So maybe this will spruce things up for her. So best of luck. Hey, hey. You know? I, I can say one thing. I don't. I really don't care right now in, in November that Lexi Thompson changed caddies. She's a good follow on Instagram as well. Always working out. She is working out a ton. She's working out every day. Uh, did she have some injury issues too? I she, did. Like she did. She did. But I want to say so, her wrist. I also like feel like Michelle. that she also had the mentality like she just needed to get her mind back into the game, which. I mean, we can go down a rat hole, and I prom- I won't do this to you guys. I just don't care that much about... I just don't care about her changing caddies in November. Like, talk to me, like, in the... Oh, I was going the therapy style talk on you, not spring. talking about the caddy, caddy change-up. I mean, she's 23 years old, and from 17 or 18 Is years Lexi old to 23... Yeah, she's only 23. That's young. So, like, she Super. could be going through a whole roller coaster ride of just mental um, preparedness of... You were really, really good five years ago... And now you're expected to be really good, but you're not really doing anything. So that can really screw with your mind. So I'm sure like, I'm hoping that she's becoming stronger. I know if y'all listened to the podcast last week, we talked about how to cure Ricky Fowler. Well, Lexi, come call me. Emily's got all the answers. Emily cured Ricky. <laughs> you're just going through the whole Puma you know, yeah, all the whole thing. Athletes. DeChambeau's next, huh? Here we go. DeChambeau. <laughs> no, it's not next. But Puma, if you want to send me some stuff, please. I'm all for it. <laughs> Love the Puma gear. So we got Tiger and Phil coming up, guys. Woohoo! This is Literally, hot off the presses. We are almost a little bit over. It's really a week weird. I, it, that's like sneaking up, right? Yeah. It's got, come by so fast. Right. I'm like, oh, it's not it till Thanksgiving. It seems so far away. Now we're there. HBO, just today, as we are recording this podcast, we reached their 24 7. Today, meaning Tuesday night. Meaning Tuesday night, uh, which is a, as anyone who is familiar with the 24 7 series, we've done this for multiple boxing matches, um, one for the Winter Classic. And it's a full-scale, behind-the-scenes look to a lead-up to the fight or that one's to the Winter Classic. And so they'll do interviews and watch the prep of, of Tiger and Phil. I've not seen it yet, so I can't comment too much on it, as it was just released today. I don't think any of us have, but I can say this. Uh, I'm excited for it for a, f- a couple different reasons, but one just being that nobody does this better than HBO. Agreed. Like, nobody does it Agreed. better. A couple other companies have tried to do it. They've tried. HBO doesn't do the Winter Classic one anymore with the NHL. I I wish they would because yeah. I'm a hockey guy and and it's it always got me super pumped. But there's so many Winter Classics now. I know we're not talking. <laughs> no, about but it's hockey, it's not but... about the it's not about the Winter Classic. It's about the entire thing behind the scenes. It's, the an, it's about the build it. up to exactly what a hockey player and what a team goes through. It brings you into the locker room uncensored. Which is great, but that, is, but what I'm saying is, is that there's like six Winter Classics now and before five years ago there was only one or two so it was a no, lot no, more special still, to watch. Uh, I'm going to correct you a little bit there. I don't mean to be rude, but there's That's only great. one Winter Classic. That's on January 1st 
and there, there's other outdoor series, so there's other outdoor games. So it's just lost one. its luster, I think, is the point. Like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get yeah. at. Lost its luster. Yeah, yeah, I you like could that. say that. They the, make they make a lot of money. When it's not, this is not an NHL podcast, but they do very well with the other outs, uh, outside games with ticket sales and with viewing, e. with hyping it up. So they're trying to take what worked for Winter Classic and, and go for it. But yeah. anyway, so bringing to HBO with this type of men, this type of direction for Tiger Phil, I couldn't be more excited. This is going to allow people some sense of a look that they never get from Tiger Woods, and they hardly ever get from Phil Mickelson. These are two of the most private athletes that we but have do in you, our game. Do you think yes. they're going to capture that, or do you think I that think they'll they both put on from, a different from face? From what I've seen in the clips, yes. I, I know there's the, some the trailers gets me I know amped. in the in the interview that that Tiger talks about what he told his kids after he won the tour championship and so all of those types of things are people people have craved that from Tiger for so long and so any snippet of information that we're able to get here I think will be uh, anticipation and actually help ticket sales. Well, not at the tournament because no one's. Fucking well, allowed. Yeah, sorry, pay per views. I mean, no, I, I did hear a rumor that there may be a couple holes in which public is allowed to go. Oh. Now, it's just a rumor, so I don't, I don't quote me on that. But it'd be interesting to to find that out in the in the coming days. I mean, it would be. I still just, I think we all disagreed on with just the fact that the way they did it and doing it uh, out at Shadow Creek. I, I just would have liked to seen it at. A TPC type course where we can fill this, fill the stands, make it a rowdy atmosphere. Like let's let's go all out. I mean, I guess I understand why. I mean, it makes it a bigger event that way. There's always Costs next more money, year. but I well, mean, we know what Roy McIlroy said about it. That he's not interested in. <laughs> Roy, not Roy's not it. paying the twenty bucks <laughs> to buy the match. Yeah, he he's was, out. He said something along the lines of like, if they had done it fifteen years ago, it would have been great. But nowadays, it kind of misses the mark a little bit. But I don't agree with that at all. I just think that Ricky's a little, uh, I'm sorry, Rory's a little butthurt. Uh, yeah, I agree. Jealous. I think like, that see, he's a little stunned. Like, he didn't need to make this comment. No, not at all. Yeah. Like, what are you trying to do is, like, hurt sales? Sorry, buddy, you're not going to just through that comment. I think he's just mad. To, There's a little jealousy He's got to, you know, give up. His schedule is going to change a little bit, and he's no longer going to be able to play his full traditional schedule in Europe. And, you know, is going to have to have a tougher 2019 schedule, which he needs to be working. 2019 about. schedule? Yes. Yeah. Well, how so, though? Can you expand on that? Sure. So we all know that our, the schedule's changing. So the major season right. will be pushed up. So basically, you're going to pack in two WCGs and all the, and we'll start through basically March through May. You'll have more events than any time, which forces the back end of what used to be the European tour to get pushed back. So all of those European guys won't be able to play as many events that they have traditionally played in March and April, and now they're going to be forced to play more on tour to get into the WCGs. Yeah, and he usually goes and plays the BMW over there and some other European tournaments right. that are that are that he liked to play in to keep his European tour status, and you know that's that's one of the downfalls of the new schedule. And so, so you're going to see a lot of European players kind of picking and choosing on a lot of, on some of these tournaments coming in this coming 2019. I don't even think picking and choosing. I think because of the money, they're going to be forced to play more over here if they can, which will have some of them actually lose European tour membership. That's Because they won't be able to play as many events. Yeah. I just want to get to Europe and just golf more. Well, yeah, it's amazing. Let's go. Uh, We'll do. Uh, we'll talk. We'll have an Ireland podcast coming out for you sooner or later. 
some exciting things coming up. But a couple more thoughts on 24-7. So just to be a little bit of a devil's advocate here. Sure. I I think that HBO will do a good job with this because they always do a good job with the with the all this entire series has always been a good job no matter what sport it's yeah. been we all we also we didn't mention Hard Knocks Hard Knocks is the other big huge one right Correct. that they do same Ugh, sort of Hard Knocks same sort of production crew but the difference between like Hard Knocks and the Winter Classic one it or even the boxing one even though it's two people is you there's a real like you can kind of feel the culture behind that that sport right like you can kind of feel like that you go into the locker room or the hockey locker room like players get on the ice they're swearing at each other you hear ref audio you hear all this the story of leading up to the game the same thing with with uh nfl the uh hard knocks with hard knocks i mean if you so, didn't watch the cleveland browns i have it on dvr and it was amazing this is just two golfers right so what what's in the golf community so yeah i'll be interested to see sort of how they dive into phil's side and how they dive into tiger side is there going to be shit talking is there going to be will there be really valuable interesting stuff that you hear like yeah. tiger on the range talking with this coach and you know, that fucking sucks or you know what i mean i really want to hear like an, a genuine type of thing for this and i think I, you I, will and i but my, i guess my devil's advocate thing was it could be a huge miss they could soften this whole thing up and you know make it really cheesy I don't think I you fear bring that in could HBO happen. or 24-7 to make it cheesy. I think for all of the reasons that you went through with talking about Hard Knocks, they'll be able to capture what they want and make it very appealing. They made Floyd Mayweather and Ray J playing the piano one of the coolest moments ever in 24-7. So my money <laughs> is that HBO will get this correct. That's pretty cool. But I mean, like you're saying, like if I if I got to wake up and I watch Phil like yeah. washing dishes and Tiger like changing diapers or something. People I'm gonna... would love to watch that. <laughs> what would what wouldn't you watch Tiger do? <laughs> you don't want me to answer that? <laughs> I do. I would not watch him work out because I'm not into that. Yeah, I probably but I would love more. watching him like be a father and like see what the home's like. But there's yeah, a huge there's a huge demographic that would love to watch him. What the heck does he do for working out? I see he's getting a little belly on him. So how is he working out differently? You know, is he just working on Emily's calling out know, Tiger doing now? His, She's gonna his cure you, Tiger. On his arms. For, he need to, he needs to visualize his bench presses. Yoga. Oh, my mind would be blown if one of those guys did visualization. Visualize his burpees. Just stick to your boy Baker Mayfield, the Browns fan girl. Um, we had a stellar game this past weekend against Atlanta Falcons, but. I'm not going to even go there, but go Browns. <laughs> so we're super pumped to see this. Uh, I hope it, there's not a huge cheesy golf miss on this, like Phil like folding Miz and Main shirts. But <laughs> but uh, I know. let's Do just hope that he the whole is. Thing it's going to be f- comes gonna... off very genuine and very very insider. I want to feel like I'm getting ready for this golf match. And I think HBO will do it. I do, but there's a chance they don't. Wait, see, since it's in Vegas, we gotta put on a bet, like put Ooh, a bet I like together. This. I like this. Can we do this right now? Yeah, right now. We might we'll as well because the next I time, mean, I... the next time you guys hear us, the a match might. No, 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 no. We're, we'll be back. Yeah. Will Phil wear a cheesy ass shirt on? Ooh, these are great odds for like Vegas. Right? I know. Do you think they're gonna have that? Well, he's definitely wearing a Mizzen and Main shirt. Yeah, but is it gonna be absolutely ridiculous? Let's put something up on social. Let's do something on Waggle. Let's think about our own prop bets and then do an Instagram story that day. Like, And we'll have people 
vote yes or no for these type, or vote like over under for these things okay. and then we're gonna have the fbi knocking on our door <laughs> no it's just for fun oh, but okay. i think i think it'll be good for all like will phil well, people will can or... win waggle and whiff um baseball caps or koozies made by emily steven scotty <laughs> <laughs> yeah those are coming we are gonna we, we we'll have, have we we'll, have a couple in production right we, now. we have we'll have some merch soon guys don't worry but I think yeah, I think that would be really fun just to look at like what does Phil wear? Oh, you, we all know what Tiger is wearing. So you guys, you're listening right now to all of us. We need your feedback. We need your input. Email us waggleandwhiff at gmail dot com. What color snakeskin belt will Phil wear? Black trousers. I mean, this is great. I think so. Do you think he'll wear like fun? Do you think he'll have like no. some kind of turkey no, outfit? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Oh, because it's the week, it's the week after Thanksgiving. This is not, this is not DeChambeau. Like, <laughs> I, know you're, I know you're really into Puma over there with like the wild colors. The we'll tigers t- will Tiger red. show up? And Phil's going to either wear a white or black It's not shirt. Sunday, though, so Tiger may not wear red. He's definitely so this wearing is a red great, and black. There's no chance. Maybe all black. Like the odds it's on that would be Vegas. like yeah. he's not wearing all black. He's going to, well, he sweats already through his clothes anyways. So The, the odds on that would be he like wears one four to five. Shirts. What color shirt does Tiger wear? I like it. Yeah, so you, you vote guys, red, but like your, your odds on that, it'd be like a hundred bucks to win a dollar. No way he's wearing red. No way he's wearing red. You don't think he wears red? No. It's a I Friday. Don't. Yeah. That's Tiger's thing. I'll bet you right now that he doesn't. Wear all right, red. so we got a couple bets on. I got all yeah. the other colors in the rainbow. By the way, <laughs> it's gonna be a fun, fun match to watch. We are all gonna buy it. We're gonna watch the HBO coming up, but uh enough about tiger and phil i had a weird i had a great question that came up to me i'm I'm switching our format a little bit here but about fall rules in golf okay how do you feel about this for you know your average golfer sure so i've seen these like small leaf blowers i get so frustrated there's nothing that frustrates me more playing fall golf than when my ball goes and clearly like on the edge of the fairway into the rough and it's covered up by leaves right like why don't we just make a rule where we can blow these leaves away with like like give the golfers an actual leaf blower <laughs> we'll do course maintenance for you just blow the leaves next to a tree find your ball hit it seems like, so excessive but you know it's there you know it's in like a 10 foot area and you can't so now find you're it. just gonna be blowing leaves you know how loud that is gonna be on a golf course <laughs> it's gotta it's like, gotta be okay, it's gotta okay. be smaller time out Steve, I don't think you have ever blown leaves. Me either. I have definitely blown leaves. I'm not so sure because I, it, you're thinking that this is a great idea, but two things. One, <laughs> when the leaves fall, it's sort of like dewy, cold. You're getting these uh, like um, up uh, peaks and valleys of, of, of weather. And so what happens is that there's moisture in these leaves. It's just not fluffy leaves is that it cool just, you just can blow these, these No, leaves. I just want to find my golf ball if it's right. under leaves. But if you have a leaf blower that's blowing these kind of dense leaves, it's also going to blow yeah, your ball. You're going Bryson on us for like yeah, the you're leaf Yeah, you're going very blowing. COR. So <laughs> I'm just saying that like a, you could literally allow someone to, well, or a golf course could give out their own leaf blowers. I think it's a good idea. You put it in the back of your cart. So it's a small little thing. It's almost like a dust vacuum, but a little bit bigger. And blow leaves. We find I, our balls. We I hit say, our shots, and we move on. So I say you come up with a uh, prototype, and then 
you know, pitch it. I'll do this. I think someone will write into write into the pod, DM me, email our, our, our Gmail, waggonwith at gmail.com. Let's think about this. We can come up with a small prototype to blow leaves away so we can find our balls in the fairway and move on. By the way, uh, quick and pace, Scotty's favorite thing. <laughs> I've known you for a long time. This might be the worst idea I've ever heard you say. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that I don't think that Steve has blown leaves in probably a decade, so he doesn't really understand. Yeah, that might be true. That might the be true. The way I, I blow leaves, leaves and what kid. it takes. A leaf blower is really powerful. Like loud, man. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. We need. A, no, I've seen smaller ones. <laughs> Let me. Let I've me seen just... smaller ones. We might need a prototype that makes it definitely quiet. Let's more move quiet. on. I'm not buying this. <laughs> Bad idea. I'm in. Just take a free drop, for God's sakes. Why you need a leaf blower? You've spent because far you lose the ball. I lost. A, I lost a Pro V1. Like I lost eight Pro V1s in the Leafs. Like from I, the guy know. who just shot 71. I don't want to hear about how many balls you lose. Yeah. Well, there's no leaves in Florida. But anyways, enough about that. I want to talk about one of the newer golfers on tour making big splashes. Okay. Cameron Champ. Okay. Who? Cameron Champ. Who? You think who, you're funny? Who is he? <laughs> yeah, you I do. You think you're funny? Does he have a leaf blower? He's got many leaf blowers. <laughs> he also has played in, what, like four or five PGA Tour events, and maybe not even <laughs> wow. that much. He's got a win already, surpassing expectations. So one he's a best. rookie. One of the best guys in the web.com tour last year, PGA Tour rookie, and is out driving everybody on tour right now by a mile. I just think this guy's going to be exciting to watch. I, I see a star in the making. I think he wins at least one more tournament this year, maybe two. I think we're going to see him contend in some big ones. So I'm calling like three wins for Cameron Champ this year and leads the tour in driving. I'll take the under. Really? On three the wins? wins. Or- on the wins are leading the tour in, the, uh, in, dri- in the driving distance. The wins. The wins. The wins. I, I, I'm rooting for him. Not never so he's only got two more. and I, I would I never root against somebody plainly just because to root against them. However, like let's relax. It's interesting that you talked about Daniel Kang at the beginning of this podcast because they're both Vegas standouts. They both play and practice a lot in Vegas with with Alex Kang, Danielle's younger or older brother. Um, I'm rooting for him. He's big to that community. He had a huge following for the Shriners. I think he's going to be here for a long time. However, I just don't think that he's going to win two more times this year. Sorry, everyone. You might have heard some knocks, and I'm I'm distracting Scotty because I'm trying to plug in my computer before it dies and we lose the entire podcast. Cameron Champ? Well, I'm kind of just learning about him right now. Good for him. You're doing really well as a rookie. I'm proud of you. He's played 10 times. Keep up the good work, buddy. He's a good-looking dude. Oh, is he? Oh, I got to Google him now. There you go. I mean, people are saying he's got kind of like a long drive kind of swing, long driver. Okay, so you say that he is out driving everybody. By a mile. You're saying, a quote, I quote you, a mile, but that's a really yeah, obvi- far away. Obviously, so. that's an exaggeration, but he's his average driving distance is longer than anybody on tour right now. Okay, so that's great. So how's his middle game? Oh, well, he won a tournament already, so <laughs> it's pretty good. Well, that's one tournament. Yeah, there's only been a handful of tournaments in the fall season. Well, it's so been far. a couple months worth. Okay, good. I'm Cameron I'm- Champ. Steve here's your number one fan obviously i won't say i'm even a fan i just think he's a star i think he's one of these guys that you some people have the pedigree as soon as they kind of come out you saw that with spieth he kind of came right up and you could tell he played with the big boys justin thomas came right up you could tell he played the big boys 
Duchambeau, not really, but he kind of well, came he had on an unbelievable the amateur in college career, right? And then he he took a year or two to kick in. This guy comes on, he plays in like three or four events, and he wins like his third or fourth event that he ever played in on the PGA Tour, and and he's just making waves in terms of <laughs> way in front of everybody on the course. He's mashing the ball. All right. Well. Okay, so I did. I so I just like looked up a, a little something, and uh, he really liked to hit the three wood long irons off the tee because he figured he would hit those clubs as long as most players would hit the driver. So clearly his power, he has uncommon power. So if he's able to to keep that up, and if Steve's saying, you know, he's going to win three tournaments next year, hey. This year, I think he'll win two more. For the 2018 In 2018, season. you think yeah. he's going to win two more? Yeah, I took the under. 19. Wow. Okay, so next year, we're 2019. In the two, we're in the 2019 season right now. Sorry, I'm still yeah, in November. Yeah, because everybody cares about the fall series, the one of the tournaments that he won. <laughs> like it's a... Tiger, Phil, and Rory are playing back to back every week, and JT's playing back to week now. Competition's really tough out there. <laughs> well, good uh, luck to you, champ. <laughs> all right, you guys are not you guys are not Cameron champ fans. Steve is, so we'll see. I'm on team champ. Let's go, Cameron. Well, two Steve, more wins. You're saying he's good looking, and I can't find too many good photos of him. Oh. So look at look at false him. advertising right here. I got it up. It's studly. All right, so what else we got? We got a golf tournament coming up on Friday. Golf tournament that the three of us will be playing in. So excited. So much fun. I can't wait. I did a little bit of practicing today. And our good friend Amber will be joining us because you got to even it out. Two boys and two girls. Come on. This is going to be fun. Amber's fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Waggling with outing. This hey, is going to be great. Our we'll, girl, the girls are going to kick your boys' ass. Hey, we're, we're, it's a scramble. We're playing together. So let's, uh, let's oh, that's have a little We might have to do here. some IG live and some. Yeah, oh, yeah. without question. You guys will see some posts on social. But it's a great charity tournament that we're we're doing. There's a there's a million dollar golf shot. Nope. Can't that, wait for that. What's that? A hole that, in one? That could be helpful. That'd I don't know. Good, that'd be a good hole in one. All I all I know is the teaser. It's saying, well, first of all, in the morning there's going to be a helicopter ball drop, followed by a million dollar, million shot or million dollar shot, and then there's going to be a five thousand dollar putt. So we got a real chance of making money, honeys. All right, let's do it, guys. Let's it's gonna get be fun. The, the merch will, will come a lot quicker if we, if we <laughs> win a million dollars in this golf tournament. The, uh, the it's Christmas. supporting the uh, it's supporting the Southern California something. To, uh, it's uh, yeah, supporting the Southern California Soccer you know Foundation or something like that. So it goes towards a good cause, helps out kids. Could be a good Christmas with that shot. Yeah, but we'll take the million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I have a good feeling about this. I like it. We'll I talk like it. about it and update you all on our next podcast next week. Followed by we're gearing up for not only Tiger and Phil, but also the yummy old Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thanksgiving. It's uh I can't believe it's already here. Time has really crept up on us. And then the holidays, my goodness. It's all here. But anyways, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, guys. Waggle and the letter N with all one word. Uh, go ahead and follow us on i or subscribe to us, just say on iTunes. Leave a review, give us a good rating, let us know how you feel. Write into us, write into waggleandwhiff at gmail.com or DM us. Uh, anything funny you guys want to send us, funny videos, uh, any stories you guys got you want us to discuss, questions you have, uh, send them in to us. We'll ta- we'll discuss them. We got Ben Hogg next week. We'll talk to you guys soon. See you. Bye.